Now with 10 million unique accounts, Final Fantasy 14 <laughs> has skyrocketed to be the top MMO of 2020. And then we can call our next episode the Wow Killer finally came. <laughs> oh, finally came. Oh man, dude. Maybe I'll tweet this this week on the LFM show. Which speaking of which, you can follow the LFM show on Twitter at, at the LFM show. really dude god i was like i get started i think i think i'm gonna be able to like i'm gonna have a good clean introduction he's just like let's see if i can fuck with him but hey welcome everyone to looking for more this is your dedicated podcast for all things gaming geek culture with a focus on what mmorpgs because we love that shit i'm your host phoenix or samorg i'd like to introduce my party members today first first and Let's just go on ahead and where's the, I don't, I don't know. I don't hear the noise or the uh, music, but super freak, total freak. He's, <laughs> I was going to start to serenade him with that, with that music, but I expect the, uh, the, the Murloc to come out. It's over here. Uh, you'll be waiting for the aircraft to land on my forehead. <laughs> Take a ruler to this thing and see how big it is. Hey. And huge Jesus, dude, Nathan's here too. What up, Nathan? We got, we got y'all. We got this. You, you were streaming this week multiple times. Both yeah, of you were. Yeah. I actually had to decide where I was going to be before I fell asleep. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff on the agenda today, but why don't y'all, why don't we catch up on the week, friends? Why don't we talk about what's been new? I know, dude. So Nathan was playing, um, the, what was it? The, uh, was it called of Amalur? Was it Reckon? Oh, yeah, God. yeah. I played Kingdoms Amalur last week Ooh. and uh, got to a game-breaking glitch and got stuck right before the end of the game. So I got to wait for them to patch it if they ever do. Um, so let me just say for everybody watching, if you don't pick up all your loot and there's a lot of trash loot, so I just got to a point where I was like, screw it, don't care, skipping all the trash. Uh, it will pile up because it never disappears in the game, and eventually the game will run out of memory and. When you kill something, it'll just poof, be gone. No XP, nothing. Uh, so you can't um, level up anymore. Until you, and, and the only way to fix it is to go back and pick up a ton of your loot. And I'm not doing that. So I'm just going to wait for them to fix it. What a weird bug. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. I know. I wasn't so there for any of that. So I started streaming Final Fantasy VI, which this awesome modding community came together and fixed the crappy Steam version of it and made it look more Super Nintendo. And um, all kinds added all kinds of really cool old school nostalgic things and changed made the soundtrack a newer revised version. Awesome, been playing it, having a blast. Really cool game. That's awesome. It's like whenever I hear Final Fantasy and mods, I think of that picture I sent you. <laughs> Wait, are you hold oh, on, my viewer? One oh. of my viewers and what he did. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I don't sorry know if I to Nathan. I'm sorry. No, no, you sent me one of uh, your viewer uh, dancing or something with the. That's, certain... that's what I. So whenever I hear mods, that's what I think about because he it was a mod for uh, fourteen. Hold on. Oh, is okay. Oh. See, I'm sorry, freak. I'm really sorry. Uh, I thought you were talking about this image that you had sent me recently. Oh, that's shut what it. I thought, dude. That's what I, my, I thought my it was. Tank? Yeah, I thought it was. See this? That, was it? Is it not this image? Oh, I'm mistaken. It's the so other one. This is a. Uh, rare sighting of a 
wild animal named Total Freak in uh, the Aorza area. Crikey, mate. Could you uh, please so, explain what's happening here exactly? So was... what's happening here is uh, I was raiding in Final Fantasy last night, and um, I located a glamour set, which gave me a set of thigh-high high heels and a G-string. And naturally, being the outstanding citizen uh, military man that I am, I thought that I should place them on my body. Yeah, that's so obvious. We've got a lot of protection. I can see... Um... Right, I can, I can see that that's definitely some good tanking. Well, gear, it's right? safe to say that this is more of a stamina build for agility, <laughs> to where you can parkour out of mechanics easier because of how gravity and the airflow, aerodynamic, aerodynamic is the, uh, scientific yeah. uh, vocabulary for such a um, beautiful gear set. Ah, yeah, and, and you're more acclimated. You're more acclimated for the area that I'm assuming you were raiding in, which was a lot of heat. So, uh, you know, this was really good for that. It acclimated you to that. Actually, it would put Vanilla Ice to shame. It was fucking snowy. But <laughs> um, I have to say this was a outstanding choice on my part. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you all are welcome for sharing uh, this beautiful sighting. But I did make the picture more masculine because I got yeah. on my motorcycle. Yeah, the bike, and then the bike helped. Yeah, yeah. The bike that was helped. The final you know? touch. That was the final touch. Beauty. Yeah. All right. Well, I'd like to thank you for an image I'll never forget. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you're you. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. That's freak, man. He's, he's really the gift that just keeps on giving, if you know what I mean. Like, come on. Uh, was that a G string? This is, this is for Nathan getting posted right now. So, oh, fuck. <laughs> Load, motherfucker. This isn't going up on stream, I'm sure. It might be. Yeah, it's gonna... Where's our DMs? <clears throat> it's under the LFM podcast one, you see? This one might not be. Uh... It's cool. We'll just. We'll... I'm sorry, y'all aren't going to get to see this I'll one. I'll post it here. Hold oh, on. Welcome. Sorry, this, so, whenever when Nathan was talking about mods, this is what I thought of. What well, one of my viewers sent me. Yeah. Him. <laughs> he is the one in the pasties. Here, guys, we'll, we'll show that later in the stream. I'm going to take this image and I'll make it friendly and simmer and compost it. Give me That's just fair. Like if, he, if he gets it knocked out, I'll, I'll get that. Yeah. I'll get that fixed up real quick. I, yeah, I can I'm totally, like... I can totally do that, man. I'm just gonna we'll let Freak rant a little bit about something in a little bit, and we'll we'll be okay. good. Motherfucker, come on! Like. Hell? No, we've got a rant coming up. It's Is over. that when I make my mic cut on and off so I can pretend to be? Are you talking about? Like, are we talking about I Nathan? God, I, I no way. <laughs> Please refer to the last episode if you weren't here for that one. <laughs> we we call that when Nathan goes full napalm. Actually. <laughs> It's beautiful, man. Like, dude, it is it is pure joy. Like, I, I was like, okay, this is one of those gotta clip it moment. We can't we cannot lose this. We gotta have this for all time. But <laughs> it's interesting because uh we were talking about uh Final Fantasy and Freak's been playing a lot of it lately, and uh I drop by whenever I can. It's actually it's been pretty cool, man, because like you know, you were you seem to be enjoying yourself a lot, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And you were talking today about, uh, I guess, this is a discussion that's actually come up. And this is one we can pose to the greater community that actually pays attention to this uh, podcast. We have people that listen to it later and they'll end up, uh, I think it's Drac Attack on Twitter. He'll end up tweeting a bunch of stuff out and tagging people, 
you know, basically quoting things from the show. So it's like funny when you see that come through yeah, on the he feed. He quoted me last week. <laughs> I was, and I caught it like three days after the fact. I'm like, what the, who the fuck is this person? And I was going through looking at him like, Drag is all thick. I like my MMOs thick. I'm like, did I say that? And I had to go back and watch the VOD. And I was like, oh shit. It did come out of my mouth. Okay. Yeah, it did, dude. It's I myself out sometimes. It just seems like a weird moment. Oh, man. So, so anyway, we, we've had this discussion in the, uh, you know, one of the games I'm following and have been, you all have heard about it plenty here, Ashes of Creation, right? And one of the games that, uh, one of the themes or discussion points that's been discussed in that game community has been the DPS meter discussion. So I guess I'm curious because uh, Freak was actually like, oh man, I got something I want to talk about today. And I'm like, cool, because I feel like this is going to be a good tie-in. But the greater community, you know, we could have our own thoughts around this and definitely encourage people that listen to this later to share your thoughts as well. But if you're in here in chat, you get to do it now. And Freak, yeah, why don't you kind of tell us the, uh, you know, kind of what your experience has been recently here in uh, Final Fantasy and how right. that applies. Well, to I'll start in when I first started doing the whole in-game rating um, thing. So I started off in-game rating in WoW, pushing Realm first, um, going for high, you know, at least being in like the top 10 in the North America to kill bosses for PvE content, um, going into ESO, doing the score pushing in raids, you know, God Slayer, stuff like that. And now leading up into Final Fantasy, between ESO and WoW, those are the two most toxic communities I've ever been a part of when it comes to completely segregating the player base based off of a spreadsheet or a parse or something stupid like that. I know the importance of having the uh, the high damage, knowing your rotation, I guess is a good way to summarize it. I, I know the importance of it, but since I've been playing Final Fantasy and it's been the first thing I did when I went into Final Fantasy was that, okay, how do I get a DPS meter? Cause that to me, that's just like the first thing I need to have. Um, and it was explained to me that, like, Hey, it's actually illegal. If you bash somebody for it, you get banned. And I'm like, finally, finally, because I can tell you that all these people that are out there parsing high are dying to dumb shit because they can't pay attention to what's going on around them. All they care about is their action bar. And from what I've experienced so far in rating, I haven't done a lot of the in-game rating in Final Fantasy. I've done more of the entry-level rating in Final Fantasy. But what I've seen so far is that you can mess up your rotation 15 times, but as long as you follow the mechanics the way that they're designed, you're going to kill the boss no matter what. And yeah, that's what matters. Mechanics, yeah. 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 And games like ESO and WoW have now catered to that player base that watch these damage meters and chase these high numbers by adding in all these benchmarks left and right that you have to meet or else a boss will enrage or, you know, something like, like that. Final Fantasy does have it, but it's not as insane as it is in ESO and WoW, where in Final Fantasy, you still have a lot of time to where you literally have to miss this timer if you're just sitting there staring at the boss screaming, fire, 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 instead of actually doing the action. Um. So I'm super excited that I am free of that. It's like I, I consider it a, a, a fucking crutch, honestly. Like, just know your rotation, perform the way you're supposed to perform, stay out of the bad stuff, and you're going to end up clearing content. 
it's one less thing for you to look at on your UI. Yeah, I'm a big proponent of not having a big cluster on my on my screen. For <clears throat> there was a discussion point recently in the Ashes of Creation community, and it was basically talking about what breaks your immersion. And one of the things I'd actually talked about was when I have a lot of add-ons that are all over my screen. Like I'm a minimalist. Like I try to use as few as I have to, um, and I like to keep on the bottom like. Try, I try to keep everything that I need or that I'm interacting with towards the bottom and then mm -hmm. keep the upper part, like all scenery, all landscape, things like that. So when talking about kind of like add-ons and things like that, like for me, that's one of the things that actually breaks my immersion. But then more importantly, I'm, I'm just not a fan of having to have a lot of them. And one of the, uh, one of the things Stephen Sharif is planning for, Ashes of Creation is to not have any. Now, of course, people will get them. Like when I played Swotor, people still had, you could still yeah. get, you know, you can still get things to use to, to get your parses and things of that nature. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. What do you think, Nathan? You, you kind of like pro or for or against yeah. kind of add-ons? Well, I can see both sides, right? So um, I can see that add-ons add a lot to the game and, um, you know, people can get really creative. But I also believe that if you give the control to the players, then toxic things are bound to happen. Uh, so I'm more against it, uh, just because I've seen a lot of a lot of horrible things come from it. Um, but I also understand the people who want some a little bit more um, things like that. I so Final Fantasy 14 has this cool system that I like that I think since they don't have parsers, they do have these training dummies you can go to and you can tell what raid you're trying to do. And then you can just see, it, it'll just test you for like 60, 90 seconds or something like that. And you run your rotation or whatever. And it will say, yeah, you're, you should be good, right? Um, so I like that because I've had, I've, I've been invited to raid groups where they're like, let's go check and make sure your DPS is on point. We'll go to a training dummy. I'll show them what I got. And they're like, cool, you cleared it in 40 seconds. That's way above what we need. Let's go. You know, so I think they built an in-game tool to kind of give you a very, a basic idea of that and plus when you're at that training dummy um a lot of the times if you don't do it if you're not clearing it i've seen where i've just i'm just like hey dude add this to your rotation i think you'll do it you know you can like help the person along or whatever um so i'm more of a fan of that i think mmos need to go into the uh telegraphed attacks you know that have been in video games since uh you know the beginning of, of video games uh telegraph it we don't need so much of the big blinking arrows and all that telegraph it to me so i'm paying attention to the fight and not my my uh ui yeah and like that's correct me if i'm wrong but final fantasy has exactly what you're talking about honestly Very final much. fantasy 14 that's exactly yes. what you're talking about because Very much. if i'm sitting there staring at my action bar i'm gonna die yeah yeah that's hands down like it's so catered to just knowing your rotation, like no matter where you hold your action bar, there's even sometimes where I like look away for a split second to see if that cooldown popped, and then I all I have a stack of vulnerability because I stood in something. Yeah, and I missed what the hell it was, so I'm not gonna know for next time because I'm new to all this content, and it it definitely yeah I I prefer it. I've now realized that I'm not gonna make WoW my main MMO. I'm definitely gonna play Shadowlands, but. Final Fantasy right now has like everything I've been looking for in an MMO. Uh, 
I'm I'm so glad you said that because I've I've been saying for years that I think Final Fantasy 14 is the best of the WoW type MMOs, right? right. It, it's a it is a WoW type, but I yeah. feel like they just did it just a little bit better. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. It is a lot. It's overwhelming as hell. Like I'm still I I call it the quirks of a game. Like your little cheats and stuff like that. Like the fastest way to level and all the uh best way to level your crafting. Um how do you farm X, Y, and Z? I'm I'm missing the quirks that I know how to do in every other MMO, but and there's there's like a little bit of like quality of life things that I'm used to that that game is missing. But other than that, that's all stuff that would never make me stop playing because I didn't have it. Um, I'm I'm really happy I picked it up. I'm mad yeah. I didn't pick it up sooner, honestly. Yeah. So I've got a safe for work version of the picture for you guys now. I just got it. <laughs> yeah. well well played dude well played okay that's it <laughs> god you made quick work going of up? that dude i am i'm really proud of you man that was well done that was nice and quick and didn't we'll take very long and uh <laughs> and i guess should we show it off everybody do you all want to oh, see dude, it fuck yeah all right cool i was gonna go. try to see if the dude that he was in chat last week i was hoping he'd be in chat today Jesus, dude. The uh, star of the show. All right. So the star of the show would actually be the one that Nathan's glorious uh, half face would be uh, covering. So this is what it looks like when you mod Final Fantasy and uh, go to the club, if you will. Yeah, get this. Let's get this circulated around, guys, because uh, I want to hear. I want to. I want to pop open MMORPG.com tomorrow and it'd be like mysteriously Final Fantasy fourteen subs went up five thousand percent overnight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's perfect. Now with ten million unique accounts, Final Fantasy fourteen <laughs> has skyrocketed to be the top MMO. Of 2020. And then we can call our next episode The Wow Killer Finally Came. <laughs> oh, finally came. Oh, man, dude. Maybe I'll tweet this this week on the LFM show, which, speaking of which, you can follow the LFM show on Twitter at, at the LFM show. <clears throat> and uh, with that being said, uh, I've been learning D&D. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. Legit though, like I bought the books, homies. Like there's the D and D books. I also picked up the Pathfinder books. Like I'm dedicating myself for real. And uh, was... dedication sensation, burning, burning hey. hard. Uh, hey, burning bright. Sure, that's fine. You might want. I have a cream yeah. for that. Cool. <laughs> burning bright. I have a cream for that. Yeah, but man, I've been, uh, I've been. It's a lot. Like I've done a few campaigns and I know, man, Nathan was talking about it and I have other people talking about it recently. And I was like, man, I'm just, I'm going to do it. Although oh. my efforts did get a little derailed this week. It was, it was positive things going on that kind of derailed a bit, which we'll talk about shortly. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm over the course of the next probably week to, I'd say two weeks, maybe at the most, I'm just slowly starting to kind of absorb the information and I'm doing the handbook helper or handbooker helper from critic role on uh, YouTube, which is pretty cool. They're like little, like three to, I don't know, six minute snippets uh, covering different areas. Also everybody uh, frequency to know something. He's very proud that he went 
tier three sub on my stream because now he gets to put his face with that <laughs> that that face and he gets to use my paladin wings but they actually only seem to really work with his face so it's a little you know take take that for what it's worth but. which means if you ever remove that emote we're not friends anymore but <laughs> all right they'll stay there they'll stay there in some this way shape or form damn, they're not gonna break our right. friendship over emotes Oh, you think it's that strong? Oh, that's I cute. thought so. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, really? I'm down. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'll remember this. Okay. <laughs> the the, uh, the newest After Lives video for WoW um, over Ravendreth. I think it's Ravendreth, right? <clears throat> that was interesting. I don't know how many more of these are going to be, though. I think this is like the fourth or fifth one. Fourth? I think it's fourth. one for every every zone, right? There's like, you have... Yeah, um, five? the uh maldraxis then yep. you went into bastion and then you went into um the fucking tree people what was it called again and now it's the uh the nightfallen one <sighs> they found a new drug in the night for the nightfallen dude <clears throat> it's tempting dude, do you remember that quest okay sidebar real quick do you remember yeah. that quest line in wow for the nightfallen Nice. And just sitting there oh. thinking, being like, is this a dog on Washington's clean needle initiative for the state of Seattle? Or was it for the city of Seattle? Because this is uh, a little methy. That's what they're doing right now. Yeah. It's a little weird. I don't know. I'm literally giving them drugs, essentially. Yeah, it's... um. I don't know, man. Like sometimes I'm kind of going. The story seemed cool, but then I'm kind of like, "What the hell's going on, man?" Yeah. What is People happening? Get arrested for doing what I'm doing right now in real life. And <laughs> what are I, we promoting here in game right now? I'm like, literally giving you these drugs, and you're giving me a currency of some sort. <laughs> I'm buying drugs in game in World of Warcraft, like yeah. actually. I, I, I'm this is the new crafting class. <laughs> Breaking bad. Breaking yeah, bad. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you get your own yeah. RV in WoW. It's more like, of a carriage, if you will. It's like a mound, you know, but yeah, it's got some crafting abilities. You take it next to open flame and it explodes. You know, that kind of thing. You know, awkward. Did you get the achievement Breaking like, Bad? See a little like wow is trying to like one step away. You put in a keystroke, and all of a sudden, like an M1 Abrams tank spawns, and it's like, is this Grand Theft Auto now? Like, I'm confused. What the hell? Oh man, it's some funny stuff. So yeah, Ventharian said probably one more for the Maw. You're right. You're right. Also want to go back up there in chat, right? Talking about best case scenario, it all works. Oh, sorry, wrong, wrong, uh, wrong chat to read. But yeah, minimalist design helps immersion a lot, but well, we'll sacrifice that. As long as uh, the information is easy to understand. And then uh, we're going to move on to the next point because I'm really kind of eager to get to this point and kind of see what people have to say. So when we were talking about the stuff that kind of derailed me this week from D&D. It's because there was a very unexpected. So PAX has been doing live streams this week. Uh, they've had like, what, three Twitch channels or something going on or whatever. Anyway, yeah. there was there was one that uh the community um marketing lead margaret crone for ashes of creation went and did on this panel with some other people talking about content creator stuff and then it was yesterday wait 
day before yesterday, <clears throat> like an hour before it went live, it it I don't know if it was actually it seemed like it was like not really planned for very long because usually they're like promoting stuff like this well ahead of time, but it was like an hour before they went live to do this kind of roundtable conversation that Margaret hosted for some of the developers of different MMORPGs. It was called the future of gaming and they had uh Smedley there. They had Steven Sharif there and they had the other two gentlemen, one from Pantheon rise of the fallen and Crowfall. So you had ashes of creation, Crowfall, uh, Pantheon rise of the fallen. And then you had Smedley there and he was kind of representing Amazon game studios. Essentially. I thought it was kind of for new world, but I guess he kind of said it wasn't. But man, I, I have some things to say about that, but I'm curious, Nathan, you watched it. Yeah. What were some of your so, thoughts or things that stood out to you from watching that? Well, I have to say, honestly, um, every, first of all, I got to start this with saying that everybody, most people in the MMO community uh, absolutely despise Medley because of uh, EverQuest Next. Uh, which is understandable, uh, but I still have a little bit of respect for the guy. I mean, he did, you know, you know, every a lot of things that we love about MMOs. Uh, he had a large hand in creating raids, uh, all kinds of things. So uh, I still have a little bit of respect for the guy. But when I watch it, I did feel like he needed to calm down a little bit because he didn't have a game. I mean, he is working on a game. I, I think he's working on Lord of the Rings. Uh, but we can get to that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Since he wasn't didn't have a game to actually, you know, get to the to an audience, I felt like he talked a little too much. I think he could have calmed down and given more time to um, uh, what's the guy's name from Ashes? Um, Steven Shreve. Yes, he should have gave him some more time. He should have gave Jop a little more love. He should have just he should have gave them more time. I felt like they were just kind of like guests on his show, right? And and that wasn't it was supposed to be a discussion panel, and he seemed like the least he was the biggest profile name there. But he seemed like he had the least to give to contribute in a discussion, right? Yeah. Because we're talking about games that are actually pushing the genre forward. We have no idea if Lord of the Rings is or not. We don't even know for sure he's working on that game. So I just felt it was a little odd. But I love the discussion though. They talked about some really cool stuff, and it was pretty inspiring for anybody who's been in this kind of drought, waiting for the next, you know, big thing. What was the guy's last name? Was it Todd? Uh, it was the one for Crowfall. Yeah, I felt like he was setting up uh, Steven a few times to kind of like hit the ball out the park. I was like, mm. it was it was weird. I'm not going to lie. It was uh, I cringed a few times because I was actually in the middle of live streaming. And then I'm sitting there. And of course, I'm covering this is like the game that I'm this is like the one I'm making my home and I'm waiting for it to come out. Right. We talked about. And as I'm sitting here and I'm doing my thing for this game and all this stuff in the community, I stream. I stream, I answer questions. We talk about the HQ, which is the website for it that I've been working on. We we talk about the podcast sometimes. Uh, sometimes we just, we just hang out and chat, uh, but usually we like have been shifting to other games. And part of what, when I'm talking about D&D that derailed me was I'd been kind of like chatting a little bit about Ashes and then I would switch over and we I'd be looking at Handbook or Helper, talking to people about D&D. And basically I was planning on just like chatting D&D for the most part because Ashes of Creation is actually from a D and D campaign essentially. Right. So, um, they were like, Hey, this is happening in like an hour. And I'm like, what? Like what? It, so we ended up watching it live. And so it was very interesting to see, uh, all the different people kind of chiming in and what they had to say, but it was like one of the oddest things, man. And, and to be fair, I'm kind of going to go with Nathan on this, on this bit right here. Uh, because when we're talking about, 
on the actual when we're talking about these uh these people that you know like like smedley for example he's got a bad rap a lot of people are kind of don't really like him or they hold a lot against him i i'll be honest that was like probably the first time i've ever seen him talk anywhere that yeah. i'm aware of i've heard his yeah. name plenty i never played everquest so it's less relevant for me as it would be for other people who you know maybe have played a game that he's been involved in more directly <clears throat> but it was weird it was the oddest thing because as he got to the end of it he just dipped yeah like he just dipped up out of there like right in the middle of it didn't even wait till the panel was really done well, that's what he's known for. Um, EverQuest next, he just kind of dipped as well, so makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's his thing. That's his stick. <laughs> Goddamn double dipper. That's what he is. <laughs> that's his thing, man. Man, dude, it was it was weird, but yeah, it was it was kind of strange because you know it was like the future of gaming, and Steven's you know kind of pitching his thing, and the guy from Crowfall was doing his thing guy from pantheon was a little quieter than the rest of them i think he, he didn't yeah. he didn't talk as much but uh it, it was interesting because i would notice when steven was saying stuff it was almost like he would jump in and start basically kind of like promoting what was coming from amazon studios but nobody else was really like taking the initiative to like promote when they could like that so it was it was a little strange and then he gave that hint to what was going on behind him and you mentioned that too it looked like some. What did it look like to you? What did you? I think he was actually saying he was probably working on the new uh, Tolkien universe game, right? Because Amazon yeah. Game Studios picked up uh, the rights to produce an MMORPG set in the Tolkien universe and a show. So, yeah. you know. Plus, now they've announced they're working on another MMO. What? Sci fi one. Yeah, that was just like earlier this week. Oh, God, uh, I missed that. No, no real information, really. Just it's a sci fi MMO. So yeah, I I do think it was I do think he was hinting at Lord of the Rings. It looked like the towers in the background to me. I agree. That's what I thought. And I've always we've talked about this on the show before that we had a feeling that he was involved in Lord of the Rings, um, because uh, if it would have been New World, we'd already know because he'd be you know out there talking about it or whatever, and he's not. Um, he just keeps because I follow him pretty closely because I, I want to know what's this guy up to or whatever. Um, and he does talk about he's working on the MMO, but that's as far as he goes because yeah. I'm thinking yet. So, and so in chat said, uh, great, great Jedi, what up? Welcome back, buddy. He said, I saw a video this morning linking Smedley to some sci fi game. And Silverman, Silvermane says, yeah, Nathan Smedley is hiring, uh, for the article, or the article said that he was hiring for that sci fi game. Right, right. So it said Smedley. I didn't realize it had his name. So maybe yeah. that maybe he's not working on Lord of the Rings, or maybe he's already dipped on Lord of the Rings and he's working on the sci-fi one. Now. That that sounds right. Double that's dipper. Yeah, <laughs> there that's, it is. That's the, very that's very that Smedley. Up, that's freak. Look at that. Perfect, dude. Double dipping, Danny. <laughs> Just dipping whatever he wants to do. <laughs> Holy hell, man! Man, it's it was it was interesting. But okay, let's get on to this. Let's. Moving on from that, I, I definitely would encourage people to follow any of these games to just to go watch it. It was like an hour, maybe under an hour long, I think. And it was inter it was just an it was just a it was a peculiar dynamic, I felt like. It, it was just peculiar. It was very strange to me. So I'm kind of curious to see what some other people who watched it probably had to say. I, I actually do want to go and see if I can find some YouTube videos from creators and just see what their feedback was. Um but anyway, 
it, it did give me this vibe of like the AAA studio versus the little guys. Yeah. It really did feel like that. So I'm curious what any of you think. We've linked it in, in my Discord if you all are part of that. You can go check it out. If not, and you watch somewhere else, just some feedback. I'd like to see what people have to say about it. Um, Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Yo, I've been doing so good, you guys. Everybody, look, all of you here, all of our party members, like all of you here on the show, have I not done really good at the temptation set before me by Nathan Apom, Lexer, Total Freak, <laughs> Wondering Mist? Have I not done really good up until now? <laughs> but i i couldn't i I was in the another thing that derailed my stream by the way nathan you were part of that that was like the day before this round table happened Uh and i was sitting there and i knew about Baldur's gate we've talked about it here yeah i was like sounds good maybe we could do it oh it's got dnd vibes oh i'm trying to get back into that oh we could do this oh this has a good sim oh man freaking nathan drops starts just nerding the fuck out in our <laughs> in our group dm that this show's happening with right now and i'm sitting there in the middle of my stream just reading it and basically nerd boner i mean let's be real that's nerd that's boner. What, nerd boner pretty much i mean just being being real keeping it real here yeah, i went boy. and i watched a new two newer videos and i was like so i took off work on the 30th <laughs> I'm just gonna play. Yeah, that, was a, that was a smart move, dude. Oh, it looks uh, so good. So, so it, it's worth mentioning that yeah. this is early access. And it's a it's an old school early access. The game's not done for yep. real. Um, this first act and the classes are gonna be in it. They feel are ready to be tested and good enough, and they want us to break the game. And um, I did a video recently where I kind of broke down two classes uh, from D and D. Um, exactly what kind of things a fighter and wizard. And as I'm going through Dungeons and Dragons and reading all these things you can do, I'm realizing, like, dude, you will be able to do some crazy things. Like, take over familiar. Have you seen that in the stream where that he showed off how good that Nerd. was? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I saw that. It was beautiful. So you can, like, you can take that spider off into the world on its own little adventure once you take over it and, like, poison NPCs, um, sneak up behind people, make them try to fight you. Like, you can... You can definitely break this game. I think even at launch, there's just so many options that you can do that people are going to think of crazy stuff. It's going to be it's going to be a fun ride. It really is. Keeps the fantasy alive, man. Yeah. So one one question here though: How do you get the early access? Do you have to just just go on Steam and find it? Yeah. Yeah. You pre-order the game. Basically, you pay for the game. Um, and then you've got access and he even, they have confirmed that even after September 30th, if you pay for the game, you can download the early access at any point until the game launches and play it from now until then when the full yep. game launches. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I'm waiting like, for. It's like, I'm, I'm looking at it on steam right now and it doesn't give me an option to not, not yet. buy anything. Oh, not yet. I have to wait until 30th. the 30th. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. You gotta wait. Got okay. Then when they're like, "Okay, gates are open. You want to pre-order the game? We'll let you play today, but you only get this much to play. But you can play today." People early have access for... not any sort of early purchase. Okay. Right. I I foresee that people have waited for a new Baldur's Gate for so long, and uh, TRPGs are kind of short in demand. There there is more now than there was, but still, it's pretty short in demand. 
I think uh, Steam's going to have issues on the 30th. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. kind of wondering if they're going to break Steam. <laughs> I think it'll break Steam. I can't use Steam. I don't even... Do you know why I took you off mean... the 30th the whole day? Because I think it's going to break Steam, and I want to be able to have it actually like ready to play at some point that day, and I don't think just getting done with my work day is going to be... You can have no other applications open. Steam is set to high priority. <laughs> like You're just Well, it's on, it's on GOG as well, so it, as long as it doesn't break both of them, we'd be on the alternative. It's on that. What else? GOG? Yeah, it's going to be on GOG as well. What the fuck is GOG? Uh, what does that even stand for? Gamers? <laughs> That's a good question. I got uh, Gwent on it, though. That's all I can tell you. GOG is like where you go if you want a really old game usually, but but it, that game oh, okay. doesn't work on your current PC anymore. Uh, GOG oh, will like yeah, make okay. it work. Or and also no DRM on GOG. <clears throat> it can't be on that website if it has any. Uh, wow, uh, people in chat really not heard of GOG before. Or... Yeah, it's great for old school stuff, man. You can find some, and wow. it's cheap, dude. You can get some old school, awesome games on on GOG. Yeah. For, like, can I get Gauntlet? Cheap. Is it mean good old? Yeah, games? I'm sure you can. Say in chat. Valkyrie needs food badly. There are new games as well, but I I always used it if I'm looking for something old. Like I'm like, dude, I want to play Ultima Six, you know, or some weird crap that's old as dirt. I can go on Gog and find it. If I can play fucking yeah. Gauntlet on my there computer, I'd be so happy. I bet you you can. Oh, freaks! Like, this might happen. Super freaks. Just super a twenty-four hour Gauntlet stream of just me whispering. Valkyrie needs food badly. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Valkyrie needs food badly. Dude, how, can we talk about this part with Baldur's Gate, though? 12, they're putting out all the damn D&D classes, dude. Yeah, and you can multi-class. Dude. What? They're for real about the D&D element. So let's talk about some of the criticism. Like, we, we haven't actually talked about this yet. Baldur's Gate is... So Larian Studios, uh, they did Divinity, the Divinity series, okay? Uh, I played Divinity, uh, Divinity Two: Original Sin Two, or whatever, uh, like two years ago. I think it was something like that. I think it was like 2018, and uh, that was the first time I'd actually played any of those games. Um, really great game. I had some, I had my complaints about it, but overall, like just from a storytelling perspective, you can go and do. So there's been some criticism. People are like, it's gonna be. It seems like it's just another Divinity game. And so that's like some of their concerns, but they've literally got dice rolls built into this, man. It's like, right. So <clears throat> I don't know. You can't expect that someone's going to work on this game. They're going to go and say, Hey, we want to make a D and D game. Can we, can we get the rights to do a Baldur's gate game? Like there's going to be some element of the style and the way that the game is created. That's going to be reflective of the studio that made it. And if their, their history is making divinity games, like you're gonna see some of that, but I mean, I don't think that necessarily means that it can't be true to Baldur's Gate. And also, how long ago was the damn last Baldur's Gate game? Right. It's gonna right. be a lot different. Yeah, and the only thing, because I've tried so hard, because Divinity Original Sin Two has a very specific look and feel, right? Yeah. Um, for one thing, when you're playing the game, it's not about. It's not like. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, where you're shaping the world and you're shaping the narrative based on your choices. Uh, Div Divinity's more about how do I want to do this, right? And there's tons of ways to do the same thing, right? To get to the same objective, you have just a crazy uh, array of options to, to get there. Um, 
But Baldur's Gate 3 is not like that. So, and that's what really, in my opinion, set Divinity apart from yeah. a lot of CRPGs was that option. But the options in Baldur's Gate 3 are for the narrative. Like, if you make a certain decision, then a certain NPC may not exist in your playthrough. Or yeah. you won't see, or they'll die because of it, not because you said to kill them, but because of a decision you made here changed how other things played out that you don't even know about, which means that character got killed mm -hmm. or whatever. So that's a totally different element. Yeah. The graphics definitely don't look the same. I think the graphics of Baldur's Gate 3 look like the artwork that you would find in a Dungeons & Dragons book. Uh, so I don't get that. But I do see that people are upset about the combat because Baldur's Gate was, uh, you know, uh, it was not turn-based. Uh, right. And this is. But Dungeons & Dragons is turn-based. It is. Oh, I don't get it. That makes perfect sense to me. It's turn-based because that's how Dungeons & Dragons works. And and do you realize it's not just turn-based in combat? You can turn turn-based on when you're uh, sneaking, if you want to, or whatever. You can just turn it on so that you can, like, watch the guards move, then make your move, then the... You know what I mean? Like, you can play the game that way, which is super Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. I don't see any other way to replicate on pc than that what's the crazy feature that we were nerding out about that we haven't even shared like some of the oh, you were here and you if you've been around you know but for the people that might be listening to this later or here watching right now that don't know your chat if you if you're like a, i don't know about youtube but i know twitch for sure it's yeah. got an integration that's gonna be involved in early access even they said which means People in your chat can interact with your gameplay and make some decisions. Yeah, yeah. So when you come up to a dialogue option, your chat votes on it. And, and it shows the percentage right there on the screen of what's winning. And then whatever wins after whatever set amount of time, bam, that's your decision. I love that. That's, that's what you're doing. That's going to be fun, dude. Dude, I love it because anytime I was playing like Divinity Original Sin 2, for example... Just as an example, I was playing that game specifically, and since I had never played it before, like I, the first time I went through, it was I was exploring all the dialogue options. But you're right, like every you know, it's it gives you different pathways to get there, but the goal, the outcome still ends up being pretty much the same for your characters and stuff. But in in this, it's like you just choose and like the interaction with chat instead of them saying, "Hey." Sim, maybe you could choose this option. I don't even have to say it. People just vote on it now. It just takes yeah. away that whole process, and like, it's it's gonna feel so much more, I guess, organic, if you will, like between yeah. like the viewer, the viewer, and and the streamer in the game. It's gonna be really awesome having that interaction. I love, I with, love it with your chat. Like, I wish that was able to be integrated into more games because, I, why. We do what we do because we want that, you know, yeah, interaction with our viewers. Now, I I watched a really interesting video last night when I really should have been sleeping um, about that, and I thought this was interesting because I never would have thought of this on my own. And someone was saying how that's a really cool idea, but it's going to be abused. Um, they think that like uh, if this does really well, this could shape how RPGs are made in the future. And people begin designing their game with that in mind. Um, and so a regular player, which let's be honest, most people are regular players, not streamers, yeah. are going to suffer from the options because they're going to make it more uh, linear because um, 
or, or make it more, not really linear, but less like, if you think of Baldur's Gate 3 as like a spider web of options, and they think the RPG developers are going to start going for that and start making it more, instead of a spider web, more like a, a very set linear paths of maybe four or five. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So uh, that was interesting. never heard anybody complain or think that was a bad idea until I watched that. I don't believe that. I don't think it's going to be, you know, let's be honest here. Baldur's Gate 3 is not going to be, um, you know, this gargantuan uh, Twitch uh, blowout, right? Uh, I think that's a little silly. It's an RPG. Uh, it's not going to be. So, <laughs> Man, dude, and they, they've got the lone wolf element to that game, too, that they said is going to be in there. So it basically means that a person can play it and not have to play with other players, which is going to be interesting, but... I don't think it's going to be there right away, though. It's not going to be in the early access, if I'm not mistaken. It's not going to be till later on. Right, right. Yeah, but that's pretty crazy, though. I mean, that's another thing that sets it apart from, uh, like, the Divinity series. Is like, in Divinity, it's like you've got these characters, and then you can make one. And in this, it's like, well, you can, you can do that. You can play as a character. You can make one. But then there's also, like, ah, you get all the damn D&D classes and the multi-class system. That's going to be just phenomenal. You could the the you guys actually got me excited for this. Dude. You guys got me really excited for it. So it, it's, it's definitely going to happen. So wow. I got to say something too about that. So um, the uh, the really cool thing I think also about the original Sin Three is that you. So the problem with uh, Divinity was that you kind of almost had to pick a preset if you really wanted to fit in the lore of the game because they they actually fit in the story right. But in Baldur's Gate 3, they thought of that, and they realized that was an issue, and they made Divinity. So uh, I don't know exactly how they're pulling that off. I guess we'll find out on the 30th. But they said that now they do have preset characters if you don't want to deal with all the character creation because it's complicated, right? Um, but if you make your own character somehow with your background, and I'm assuming it'll work like when you create a character for uh, Dungeons & Dragons, you kind of set all these kind of pieces for your background. Um you'll fit right into the story. Like, you belong in the world you didn't like. It's not that classic RPG thing like, oh, I just got here. I've never been here before. That's why nobody knows me and I have no history and no family and, you know, uh, the classic RPG thing. This one, you're going to actually fit into the world based on choices from character creation, I think. Dude, I'm going to play the shit out this. I got to have something. We got to have something until we can play the games we want to play before waiting around to play them. I agree. Well, it's almost like we have friends that play Final Fantasy. <laughs> and uh, The second I said it, I knew. You can come hang out with us. I mean, it's fine if we're not cool enough. It's, a pretty, obvious, it's a pretty obvious snub. I it's, mean, it's not that you're not cool enough. It's just when I see you in that G-string on with those really high boots on that bike, it's a little intimidating, man. He's afraid. He's afraid that he would get banned from, you know, Something could rise up into the camera angle or something, you know? Are you afraid you're going to have like an uncomfortable moment underneath your desk or something? I'm confused. <laughs> I don't. Can't confirm or deny Just anything. Break that keyboard slider right off. <laughs> God damn it. Well, not again. Well, yes. jokes on you. I don't have one of those. <laughs> Dude, so I'm, um, I've got to read this to you. Okay. We talked about. This is, okay, even if you don't know about Arc Age, and I know we talked about it last time, we were talking about Arc Age 2, Arc Age 2, 
That's all I'm going to say. But, dude, Nathan, have you seen this? <laughs> Someone showed this to me this week, and I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to read it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to leave. Pay to win. We've talked about it before, friends. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> so a company, we'll, we'll call them uh, Gamingo. Gamigo? Oh, no. Yeah. Um, have outlined on uh, regarding Archage what pay to win is. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, okay. Are you, you, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> this is, look, this is really more for humor than anything, but I just feel like it's important to share this for. Is, is this real? This yes, late, it's this real. Okay, it's real. Okay. We would like to explain the term pay to win. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to do this with a serious. No, game developer, please define your. <laughs> Hold on. What, what do you wait, think wait. it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. We would like to explain the term pay to win item because we have found out that this might lead to confusion. A pay to win item gives an ultimate advantage over someone who does not own this or a small similar item. So, so long as we ensure that there are other ways to get a specific item, it's not considered pay to win. It's it is it saves you time. It is not considered a pay to win because you can compensate by playing more or having different tactics. <laughs> like pocketbooks? Like you your money bags? Tactics? So the I, I think I think that first of all, them even doing that was probably bad PR and who the hell let that happen. Um but the problem is, is that they designed the game to take an extraordinary amount of time, right? Like, we're talking hundreds of hours. Do you guys remember when uh, the worst pay-to-win disaster I can think of recently was uh, uh, Battlefront? Uh, you guys oh, remember that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was like, yeah, you can get this, no problem. You don't have to pay us. It just will take 700 hours. Like, what? Or you can pay us $3. Like that—that's not pay to win. That's not. You can technically get it seven hundred hours or three dollars. You're—I don't know what's more valuable to you. So, you know, we just wanted it to be an option because we thought maybe your time was of value. Jeez, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting that they wanted to to explain, or we'll, maybe we'll we'll call this game splain to oh, us peasants. Like you that. like that game splain? They're game-splaining what pay-to-win means. Even though that's not the definition, they're presenting their version of pay-to-win to justify <laughs> their methods, even though their methods are actually pay-to-win. That's not what pay-to-win pay means. That's pay-to-win. So, yeah, interesting. Our change is pay-to-win. It's always been pay-to-win. This... Yeah. Everybody knows that, right? <laughs> Wembley and chat. Game-splain. Copyright some more. 2020. <laughs> Thank I'm you, surprised friend. that you don't have to go under a credit check before you fucking download the game. It's so pay to win. Like, yeah. jeez, dude. <laughs> so, so yeah. I think developers, if you're going to make a pay to win game, cool. I think they should just be super honest about it, like City of Heroes was, and their pay to win vendor was literally called. Her name was Pay to Win, and you know, <laughs> you know exactly what you're getting into. No hiding it. No BSing around. Go talk to Pay to Win if you want to pay to win. Oh, dude, I just, I just, I'm like, wow, that shit really happened. This is just a public service announcement, really, just to, 
be in the know the more you know you know what i mean yeah <laughs> unbelievable i just had to read that i was like i had to read it but yeah, i didn't know about that but let's get to the the heart of today's episode title before we run out of time shall we ain't no final to fantasy friends or finale mm. however you want to Ooh, are you all right? You good? Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Let's make sure you're good. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy, the next Final Fantasy, is coming to PlayStation 5 and PC. Thoughts? Well, didn't they uh didn't they blur out the PC in the live event and then they retracted and said, well, it's come to PS5 exclusive first, and then we'll put it on PC later, like a year later. And that we're at now. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is that what they said? Yeah, they like didn't have time. I guess Sony just jumped in with wads of money real quick, like 30 minutes before they live streamed it. And was like, no, blur out the PC. Oh, we the 30 exclusive. minutes before. Oh. I made that number up. No, I made that number up. I'm just saying that's what it <laughs> seemed like. That's what it seemed like because you could see it. Now, now if you watch it now, they they edited it and now it just oh, says ps5 but if you watched like, it live then it did say pc but it was just crappily blurred out like this. yeah <laughs> crappily it's like, it's like yeah. blotchy blotch, blotch. It looks, look at this it great was, game you can play it on ps5 is it five yeah, yeah. Play it on ps5 and uh, you might be able to play it on pc here in the next couple of years oh my god buy it really can <laughs> we really need that extra money that yeah. you imagine but if yeah, they I, launched it oh on I, pc I, I do think that it looked cool, and I noticed some things that Square Enix has needed to do for a long time with that series, and that's bring it back to less of a high fantasy and a little bit lower. Um, so it looked medieval. It looked uh, it was going back to the crystals, you know. And I noticed that the the uh, they call them something different in every game, the espers or the eidolons or whatever they decided to call mm-hmm. them this one. Um, they were. They were the element-based ones like Shiva, Ifrit, so ice, fire. Uh, so I'm thinking, I'm hoping fire temple, uh, ice temple, the crystal in there. You know, like the really Elements. old Final Fantasy. Yeah, I'm yeah. hoping that. It seemed like it from the trial. I watched it over and over. I was like, dude, it does feel like that's what they're going for. Oh. Um, so yeah, I thought it looked good. The uh... <laughs> Ken Rose said, different every game, except... Uh, Icon is the same terminology as Final Fantasy 14. Then also, Kenro said Final Fantasy 16 looks like 14, but The Witcher. Dang. I'm seeing some gers in chat too. I have never played a Final Fantasy game. So I've never played a Final Fantasy game besides Final Fantasy 14. Kind of blows I, my mind. You haven't played seven, at least. I'm just saying. I, I don't do single player games. I. I get so bored really fast. That remake I'm seven, really though? boring to hang out with by myself. I don't know if you've done it before, but it, it sucks. So I like playing with people. Only played 11 and, and 14? Whoa. After playing 14? The, well, yeah, after playing 14, I definitely want to try out this upcoming one. Oh, dude, 7 and 9 are my uh, my jam. Yeah, nine is really good. Nine's nine. really good too. Yeah, I love nine. I think they re-released that on Steam recently. I think it was like yeah. uh didn't it? it was like kind of a remaster. Oh my god, this isn't on our this isn't on our show points. Can I can I I'm okay. Did you see that shit about the I or one of my favorite stories ever? <laughs> I'm about to go full napalm, y'all. I'm gonna try not to though. 
The Prince of Persia series is a great series. And the three, the trilogy, the, my, my chat heard this already, but this is for everybody else. You're welcome. The Prince of Persia games. Okay. <laughs> Cheryl said, strap in, y'all. <laughs> I love the trilogy. The Sands of Time, The Warrior Within, and the, the Two Thrones, right? That is a great trilogy for the Prince of Persia. Not to mention that game engine. That engine is worth... I mean, all those Assassin's Creed games that you like. Thank you, Happy Mill uh, Redeemed for a Sim Rant. Here we go. A great, great game and system. I, oh, just total freak did to too. Oh, oh, King did too. Okay, everybody's like, rant, rant, rant. We want to riot. Okay, fine. Here's my thing, dude. Okay, can I be real with y'all for a minute? Okay, oh a remake what's a remake to you didn't final fantasy set the bar on a remake didn't they set the bar on a remake you remake the game in its own image but it's a it's a very different presentation of the game it's a remake it ain't a fucking remaster for the second time they're releasing the prince of persia the sands of time it's the same game it's the same game dude it's literally all of the scenes of the same game, only update graphics from like 10 years ago. Games now look better than this. I'm just saying at the time the Prince of Persia games came out, it looked really good. It looked great for its time. I'm just saying that's not a remake. It's a second remaster and it isn't even a good one. Nostalgia baiting people. What's wrong with you? Okay, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. I just need to get that out. I didn't quite get all of that out the last time, but I guess it's about time that I actually fully express myself. It's a good game. And I actually got excited when I saw that. It actually bothers me when they go and they tag it with something like remake. Because when you when you look at a remake, it really did set the damn... Final Fantasy VII, they really truly, in my mind, set the bar for what a remake means. Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's beautiful it is a beautiful redesign of the game they put the time number one bullet point time the effort and the love to give the community a true remake of a game they loved right this is not a remake this is a redes this is another remaster a not even well done remaster from what i saw that looks nothing but nostalgia bait for money and that feels so exploitive and i it's so hard to see and let's be honest here they they could have they could have just called it a remaster and that would have been more accurate you know? in my opinion so that was very similar to my rant last week i know i'm sorry i need i just needed a moment i love that game if you all have not played it the the prince of persia games it i played that trilogy it was such a good experience it's up there with the legend of zelda the warcraft universe the elder scrolls universe the now Ashes of Creation universe, it's up there with like some of my favorite storylines. It was just done beautifully. So it's it just troubles me whenever a game studio or company just nostalgia baits people to just exploit that coin purse, man. And it felt so obviously that that was what it was. Hey, I could be wrong. It's just my opinion. He was taking a moment to hear that he said coin purse. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. exploit people's coin purse sorry i've been living in the D, &D world a little bit yeah. much lately okay anyway that's okay. all i have to say about that that was not in our notes today but it's just a public service announcement come on 
be better, man. Be better than that. And that's like, by the way, that video, I didn't know going into it. Why? But it had over 5,000 dislikes. It was like significantly more dislikes than likes. It was like a hundred and something likes and it was like 5k dislikes. I was like, oh, it's yeah, good to know. Get for exploiting our coin purses. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, her? Get your hands okay. off them. It's true. It's my coin purse. <laughs> I'm not going to let you live that down. It's okay. It's fine. I'll have my moment here and there. It's, it's all right. It had, it had to happen. I mean, we were at 16 episodes into the show and I haven't flipped my shit once until now. It's, it was bound to happen. Everybody else has. What would it, what would it, I gotta ask you this because you're a big fan and I like those, I think those games were excellent. It was. Uh, but, but I do have to ask you this. What would have made you more upset? This that they actually did, or if they would have re completely made the game, remade it with like, you know, brand new, sweet graphics, right? But they monetized it. They, they, it was, uh, they, they put all kinds of monetization in it, which would have made you more upset. This is my Friday, Nathan. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I just wonder. No, it's a really good question. You're not mad. Be angry. <laughs> you're not. You're the face. Your face doesn't match those red lights in the background, Roxanne. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I really blend <sighs> in with the lighting. Let's go. <laughs> Camouflage. Here's a sim in his natural environment. Uh, Man, I'm really genuinely trying to think. <sighs> so what they did here versus if they had done it beautifully, but they min they min max their revenue on it. Yeah, like crazy. I mean, bad. Oh. Like, like. Oh, okay. Here, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's where I'm going to go with this. I'll say two. The second option, and here's why: because at least they're honest about what they're doing there versus what I feel like this is. Especially if they defined uh, pay to win in advance. Yeah, yeah. Then it would be super. <laughs> so that's yes. what Arcade 2 is trying to do. They're like, look, we told you what pay to win was, and then we did the hell out of it. That game's never going to live it down, man. You know? Yeah, I swear to God. Uh, what, like, what freak? <laughs> Uh, oh man everybody chess like boycott look it's just i just have my opinions friends it's just an opinion you don't agree with it or like it. it's fine it's fine i just have to vent that really really thursdays are my last day of work it's a little a little close to my uh version of i do Ooh. want to bring something up before before we wrap up just because yeah know yeah, yeah. About or not. so i have to admit there there are a few there are a few titles that have been with me since I was a kid, right, in video games, that they can get away with murder with me. Uh, and I'll eventually, like, come to reason and be like, yeah, they ripped me off. But they can get away with it for a long time. Like, And that one of those is Final Fantasy. I got to admit that, like, when they released the Steam version, I think they released four first, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And I got it, and I'm such a freaking fanboy. You know, that's my life. Like, you know, my parents could babysit me literally by just putting Final Fantasy in and leave, you know. So when it came out on Steam, it was a garbage. I mean, ugly, the way they did it. It was awful. But I played it and was, like, at least for three days convincing myself that it was awesome. You know, I was like, yes, this is so cool. They they redid all the sprites. Awesome. This is so cool. I'm so happy. 
So it, and I know I'm not alone in that. A lot of titles hold that for a lot of people and they prey on them is my point. They prey on that. They're like, they'll buy it. Like, you know, they're sitting in a board meeting like, this is a bad idea. People aren't going to like this. They're like, they'll buy it. They're desperate. They're desperate. Just give the peasants what they want. They'll pay for it. Yeah, they'll pay for it. They'll get over it. They'll mod it. They'll fix it. Whatever. Just do it. I see that in chat from Happy Mill talking about, oh, Warcraft 3 Reforged. That I broke, I broke oh, yeah. strings. Mm. Man, there have they, been some filthy choices. Mm-hmm. They lied, though. That yeah. was really ugly. They showed us stuff that was not True. in the game. Like, that's uh, that's Chronicles of Illyria kind of crap right there. Like, they made things up that was not in the game. Those graphics True. weren't in the game. That's crazy that they did that. And we're not talking about some small indie developer that was like, crap, we ran out of money. We want to do that. We kind of BS'd you, but that really was our goal, but we couldn't do it. Um, this is Blizzard. Have you ever done the math on how much money they make just off of World of Warcraft subscription it, a month? It's a lot. More than a dollar, for sure. <laughs> you could just, they could straight up just start absorbing countries uh, in, in the real world. They make so much money. So come on. You could not actually reforge that game that is beloved it's a beloved game yeah it started your entire it started your started everything yes yeah there would be no world of warcraft i'm i'm sorry uh kenro respectfully yeah you can port it to somebody else when you birth that that universe i believe you're responsible for the choices of where that goes like i truly do like, if you're going to pass off to somebody else to continue publishing or to continue with the game's progress, like some of these other games have been doing, like, man, you got to make a good choice on who you pass it off to. You got to do right by the community. It, it still goes to the point where it's like it's on their platform. So somebody yeah. that worked it or played it before they put it on that platform and they played that game and was like, yeah, fuck it. We'll send this out. Let's go ahead and do it. And that happened. Yeah. Like. It's a good point. It's a fair point. But yeah, it's just like, dude, do right by the people. Just at least do that. At least do that. Even if you can't like, oh man, Chronicles is like such a, it's such a, it's a, it's such a good example of such a horrible thing that happened. I think it's really a damn Disney sequels. What it was. Fuck me. <laughs> Jesus That's straight to VHS, man. Straight to VHS. <laughs> That's how you knew. You'd be like, "Wait, they're making they're making a new Aladdin straight to VHS." You're like, "Oh, never mind." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, straight to VHS. VHS just needs to be like a thing we we say around here. It's like, is- yeah, it's like it's like they do like the remastered movie, and it's like only to VH- VHS. Like, well, so what's so remastered about it? Well, your box won't be ripped anymore. You Where know, so you can, the you have a clean box to put your VHS tape in, oh. so you can put it on your wall and stare at it and go, "Oh man, oh shit!" All my Radio Shack shut down, so I can't get a VHS now. Oh and, man, and, dude. Oh, every time I see remastered or remake, I'm automatically gonna think, "Oh, what there? What could have been? What could have been? <laughs> I would have." Every time I think that they're gonna, they're gonna, the trilogy for the Prince of Persia was great. The movie, it was just. It didn't happen. I'm literally using the sands of time. No, no, that didn't happen. Yeah, I That's pretend like that. I actually forgot about it. You said it. I convinced myself that it didn't happen so good that I actually 
for a second. It's like, wait, they did do that. Holy crap. I forgot. Yeah, you know, you know who's the worst at re-releasing the same game exactly the same though, and they get away with it, Who? and nobody hardly ever complains about it. Who? Nintendo. You know how many damn times I bought Mario yeah. sixty four, dude? I bought that game probably twenty times. It came out I again. How many more Pokemon's? It you came can out again. The same game, dude. They do, they do it. They literally do it every couple of years, dude. They're like, yeah. oh, Mario sixty four is coming out again. And they're like, did you did you change it or make it better? They're like, well, that's better resolution. Well, course it has better resolution. I can do that on my PC, and I've been doing that since like 1999. You know, like, dude, geez. You know what? The original Mario, they milked their franchises brutally. Look, we added an extra lap and a few more turtle shells, so we <laughs> mastered turtle shells. Listen, King Koopa's got on a necklace this time, we know. They don't even do that. They do nothing. Nothing. I was right before we were actually going live, and I saw an article because I don't know if you guys remember this. You had to be pretty super nerd back then, but there was this rumor that Luigi was in Mario 64 back when it came out. You guys remember that? Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there was a statue where people thought it said L is real. But it was so blurry, you couldn't really tell. But it did kind of look like it said that. Like it was a little clue Nintendo put in there. That like fueled the conspiracy, right? Mm-hmm. So people it. immediately, when this came out, went to that statue because they're like, better resolution. Let's see if it really said that. Because it's exactly the same game, You, st- it's still blurry. You, so the mystery's still alive. Uh, nobody knows. <laughs> you know what, Freak, I'm really cur- curious about? I want to know what's going to happen when he goes full napalm and, is, and he has a new mic. <laughs> well, we'll have to manually to mute out. and unmute Discord just to relive the experience. I know, we're going to have to fake you know, it. I can do it. I can just click it, mute and unmute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the lack of authenticity, though, wouldn't it? It would be, it would be. That's, uh, I think we've we've come to the end of our show, friends. It was a great time, as always. I know oh, yeah. it's like my therapy every every Thursday. Ain't no final to this fantasy because we'll be here again next week. Same LFM time, same LFM place, friends. But before we sign off, let's let uh, let me let my party members here tell you where their domains are and Domain. where you can find them. Yeah, the home of the sandbags, Total Freak. Go. Hello, everybody. My name is Total Freak. You can find me on Twitch.tv/slash Total Freak. I'm streaming every night, starting at nine o'clock Pacific time. SPM. Yeah. Playing Final Fantasy. 14, yeah. yeah. Can I just say how, dude, I'm impressed. Heels. Um, I was going to talk about the sandbags, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Talk Those about my new sandbags. sandbag emotes are legit, dude. Really yeah. well done, by the way. I was going to say that. It's one of my uh, one of my viewers' boyfriend's first time ever doing art, and he made all those. Wow. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad at all. Really impressed. And um, the... Nathan Napalm. Where can they find you? Can you can find me on YouTube. Um, I'm the weirdo who refuses to come to Twitch for streaming, so I stream there. The videos there, everything's there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm I'm lazy. I don't want to deal with nothing else but YouTube. So that's where I'm at. Good looking out in chat. Adenium's rocking it. Look at that. Linked your stuff and everything. Perfect. Oh, Way to go. And uh, friends. I want to encourage you to no one's no one's been bold enough to call into this show yet to leave a message you can the same number to one five three nine six six four six eight oh one 
catch us on Twitter at the LFM show. You can shoot us a message um, at the LFM show at gmail.com. You can also catch us live here every uh, Thursday, 5 p.m. CDT. And uh, I'd like to encourage you all to go to iTunes. If you don't mind, leave us a review. And if you do, we will read that here. You can also just do it without a comment. But if you do the comment, we will read it here as well. That is our show, friends. We are always looking for more to join our roundtable, to join the party every Thursday. If you're interested, you know where to find me here at discord.gg forward slash sumorg. This is where I literally communicate 99% of the time. It's the best place to get in touch with me. So, friends, have a great week. Stay safe out there. We'll see you next time. Until then, freak, send us off. Oh my god, that was so unplanned oh, and perfect. I don't know why I was I was scared. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> nope, no, we're going with that. Bye everybody. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>